0: Welcome back. I am Dr. Samaria M. Covert. Y'all know, fun fact that M stands for Maria. So it's Dr. Samaria Maria Covert. Um, and y'all know who I am, but for the sake of my introduction. <laughs> Uh, I am a founder of Kingdom Creative Counseling, we're a licensed mental health facility located in downtown Greensboro, North Carolina. I am obviously a therapist. I am an author. I've written close to 60 books, y'all, true story. So I'm an author. um, And I give you faith-based principles to bring about lasting change. I want to talk about uh, a a subject that um, is probably... Um, Pretty common in our world today, but you may not necessarily, uh, if you really be honest, you may not necessarily want to be honest, honest with yourself. And that is how do you overcome discouragement? Now, um, I don't care how successful you are. I do not care uh, about your pedigree in life. I mean, I care, but y'all, you you get what I'm saying. Um, If you are honest, if we all are honest, we will all have times where we feel discouraged. We will all have times we feel discouraged. If you are a super Christian and you have never felt discouraged, just live long enough. <laughs> live long enough and you will have a time where you feel discouraged. Now, if you say, I'm super saved and I will never, you need uh, to get delivered from that lying demon, okay? If you have never, I mean, I, you are never, and it ain't never, you're just not human. The truth of the matter is, again, with, even with all, even with our best efforts, you can, uh, you can feel discouraged. And we know this to be true because it's in the Bible. Um, Jesus, when he was, when he was dying, he said, my father, my father, why have you forsaken me? And if we want to be honest, you will have times in your life where you feel forsaken by God himself again if you are super christian and you know because sometimes i post stuff believe it or not and then some somebody comes along y'all don't see this but i see it and i know they listen to my my message but they have they don't want to acknowledge it and they post the exact opposite as if i said something wrong but i know what i'm talking about okay that's what i do right <laughs> um i mean i know what i do so but you just will feel discouraged um i was reading my one of my favorite people i've always said this that i love to study and talk about is david he was considered one of the this he just was an amazing person that god honored god said that david was a man after god's own heart but if you read psalms and some of the things that david talked about he felt forsaken by god at, t- at times he was down the verbiage by which david himself used was that that we would consider him being discouraged because he was fighting in my old pastor i used to go to a church called evangel cathedral where i used to live in maryland um um um, a great apostle of that house he said you know when you first start off and you're a soldier in the army um you start off with strength and vigor and you are ready to fight because you believe in the mission and he said but but after you've been fighting a long time there's a part of us that gets weary that's because you know you ever get tired of fighting you ever say i'm just tired and you've been fighting so long discouragement can set in and so what what happens now, what happens here when you've been fighting a long time, when you have been enduring a long time and you don't see the results of good behavior? It's one thing when you have made poor choices and so that you are reaping the benefit of poor choices. And believe it or not, all of us have not crossed every I, dotted every T, and everything we've done has been correct. I, I get that we've all made mistakes, me included. So, you know, sometimes you can be empathetic sometimes when you, when you you know, you date the wrong guy, you understand it, and, and, and something happened, you, you, you made the wrong choice and you, you can say, but, but there's another type of discouragement when you've done it all, when you've not, when you've done it for to your best of your knowledge and the ability, maybe you didn't, maybe you made a mistake by accident, but to the best of your knowledge and to the best of your ability, you've tried to be uh, and tried to make good decisions and you get discouraged, you get discouraged. OK, well, so let's talk. But I want to talk to to all of us, those people who need this type of talk today. How do you deal with overcoming discouragement? Um, This I actually did something like this previously, like a long time ago. It was only a few minutes long. So uh, I'm going to do another one because it's so good. <laughs> OK, so um, this is for people who feel like they may have lost strength. You know, you lost strength doing the right thing. What do you do? Let's talk. And then I'll pray with you at the end. So Proverbs 13, 12 says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but longing fulfilled is the tree of life. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but longing fulfilled is the tree. Of life. I looked at that word uh, deferred and, and I looked up that scripture for Proverbs 13 in different translations. And it talks about how almost like our heart goes into a place of despair. You can be fighting so long, you just think that there's nothing else. You cannot see the light at the end of the tunnel. You can get discouraged so discouraged so long, excuse me, you start experiencing depression, depressed mood. You start isolating, you start feeling hopeless. You start feeling helpless. Hopeless, I can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Helpless, I am not, I, there's nothing I can do to change it. You start feeling guilty about things that are really you shouldn't feel guilty about. So you start, these are signs of maybe any even clinical depression. If, if discouragement sets in and it starts to take root. You can just... Feel this underlying sense of pain and you can truly feel, doesn't mean it's true, but that the heart muscle, the heart posture can feel as if God himself has forgotten or forsaken the promises of God over your life because you've been doing the right thing with the right motive for a long time and haven't reaped the results as of yet. I want to encourage you today. How do we overcome discouragement? Um, I want to say this point number one, and this is, this is, this is true. If you look for reason to hope, you'll find it. Sometimes you have to find that you have to look, research and look out. Uh, there's a, a pastor that said you have to, you have to explore um, the goodness of God. Uh, so you have to look for reasons to hope. If you look for hope, you will find it. However, if you only focus on the thing that discourages you and you're allowed to put over and over in your mind, but I don't, but I don't, but I don't, but I don't, it will stay there. So you have to look for reasons to hope. And I always say, sometimes i tell my clients that sometimes you may not feel it within you. You may not feel it within you, but there's always something without all of you that can experience that you can uh, have hope about. You can look for, you can YouTube it, how to find hope, hopeful messages, hopeful stories, a hopeful meditation, scriptures on hope, uh, songs and music that makes us feel hopeful. But we have to research the goodness of God, look for it, intentionally say, these are things that I'm hopeful about. I want to talk to you about how God will renew our strength, but you got to look for it. And if you just sit in a sulking place and say, there's no hope, there's no hope. Sometimes what help, what has helped me in the past is finding people even if I don't know the person who've gone through some of the things that I have gone through and it gives me a dose of hope. So start looking for hope. Start looking for reasons to hope. We have access to so many different things, people's testimonies, um, messages, music. There's always a way that we can find it, even if we can't find it within ourselves. Look for hope. And if you look for hope, those who seek will find. You know, those who knock and the door of hope will be opened up to you, but you gotta look for it. There's always a reason to hope. And the reason why this is so important is because what happens is the enemy will get in your ear. If you you can't find it, he'll get in your ear and say, you know, there really is no hope. There really is no hope. You know what you should do? Just end it all because there is no hope. Just because you cannot see it does not mean it's not there. There's always reasons to hope. All right? Remember, strength can come from a, Strength, point them two, strength comes from above. It may not always come from within. And I know that sounds strange, but let me say that again. Strength comes from above, not always from within. You can get some a place of desperation in your heart and your mind that you don't have hope. Nothing that you, you don't have strength. There's nothing in you that is so broken and so discouraged, excuse me that you, you 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 really can't even find it within yourself and so what do you do what do you do when you don't have or you cannot find strength from within and so i'm going to read a scripture here and i uh, was just looking down because i, I thought i put it in my notes and i forgot to put it so now I'm going into my bible gateway we're going to go to isaiah very brief scripture isaiah 40, give me one minute here and then we're going to go to the uh, 31st verse uh, I love this one and it reads watch this y'all are you ready ready he gives power to the tired and worn out now I know we I know we, we're talking to folks here but who is he? who is he? God. God sees you tired. God sees you worn out. Okay. He, okay. Let me, I gave you the wrong scripture. I'm sorry. It's Isaiah 40. Instead of starting at the 31st verse, we're actually starting at the 29th verse. So it reads 29, New Living Translation. He gives power to the tired and worn out and strength to the weak. The qualifier here is in verse 30. It says, even the youth shall be exhausted. You see these words? Tired, worn out, strength to the weak. Even youth shall be exhausted. And the young men will give up. When you're discouraged, you feel just physically exhausted. And you feel like, you know what? Let me just go and give up. But God said, listen, he's going to give you, he's going to give you power, which is renewed strength vigor, vitality, strength to run on. But 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 he's going to God's going to give it to you. So I don't have to find it from within. I find it from without, from the Father. Verse 31. But they that wait, how do I get to the power? I just got to take a minute even in our exhausted, worn out cells just wait. God, this is what your word says. Remind God of his word. Lord, Uh, I'm weak and I'm torn and I'm worn out and I feel like giving up. Verse 31 is our answer. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. God will renew your strength. Now, generally what happens is, and this has been my experience, I'm pretty sure those who Uh, have experienced discouragement uh, can attest to this you start saying god i need your help i i can't i don't have this i need your strength your word says god your word says god your word says sometimes god may necessarily answer you right away because wouldn't it be convenient if the minute you pray the second you pray and oh there comes the strength well i'm ready lord hallelujah unfortunately (laughs) it will be nice my sister and my brother but not not quite um, but you sit there and you wait, even in the pain, you wait, even you keep praying, you keep worshiping, you just wait, just wait and God will respond. He will renew your strength. He will, his presence will come over you and he'll speak a word to your heart and it gives you strength and it gives you vitality and it gives you another, another strength for the journey. It comes from above. doesn't always have to come from within. Okay. If it all came from within, why would our dependency be on God? if we already had it okay so um determine to trust this is what i've always said lord i don't understand this i don't uh, understand why i'm going through why i'm going through this but i still trust you sometimes you have to remind yourself of things that you've experienced in the past that god brought you out and then he'll if he did it before he'll do it again You know, I remember times in my life so many times because this anointing (laughs) and this grace did not come from just having a whole bunch of degrees. Okay, it came from process and sometimes being processed through painful situations. But I remember God in times past saying, just trust me. Just trust and know that I am God. I'm getting you to a place. You are my beloved. I still have a plan for you. You are the promised child. And so sometimes you have to determine, even when you can't see it, when you can't see it, when you don't know how or when or what God is going to do, you know that God has the answer. And I just trust him, even when I cannot trace him. Can I tell you something hard? Okay, whether you want to or not, I'm going to tell you. God does not always give us the reasons why he does what he does. And it's okay that we don't disagree. I just never understand when I see Christians who are just so wonderful and they always got an explanation as to what god will do why he's going to do it how he's going to do it and they never have a negative these people giving seven ten year prophecies and they nobody heard of covid or nothing like that i mean or they just you know what i'm saying like i don't know that you know even people they just had their god is santa claus and yours is real <laughs> um with the good comes the bad you know, or the not so pleasant things, but God is still in it all. That's why the Bible says, um, "All things work together for the good of them that love God and are called according to His purpose." Not just not just like the the wonderful things or the pleasant things or the things that we uh, identify are are pleasant, but there are also negative things that come along with our world. Why would we be here in COVID? There are people who are losing their lives. Why are we here? Um, and so I go back to hope. I think it's really important for those who are in, who do uh talks and teachings and things, always give people hope, particularly for my prophetic people. Don't just give me doom and gloom either. Don't give me real stuff with the God, what God really said, but don't just give me a whole bunch of this gonna happen and that gonna happen, that gonna happen, all these kind of you know, prophecies. There has to be hope in it all, or people just, you know what I'm saying? It just it just becomes a lot. Fix your focus. Now, this can be hard, honey. Can we be honest here? fix your focus. And I, I know I'm telling you simple concepts, but when you're in the midst of it, it's, it's easier said than done. It's like, oh, just fix your focus. you know. But when you're discouraged, sometimes the mind does not want to focus. It just doesn't. <laughs> it does not. But guess what? You can still do it. You can do all things to Christ who strengthens you. Fix your focus. We're going to find ourselves in Philippians 4, 8, and 9. And it says, and dear brothers and sisters, One final thing, fix your thoughts. That means you got to hold on, fix those thoughts. You fix those thoughts on what is true, what is honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Fix your thoughts because your thoughts will go and run left everyone who did you wrong, everyone who went there for you, all the shit of colors in life our minds will take on its own exterior and it it will run, it will run, it will run. And you didn't you didn't <laughs> so you got to fix your thoughts. You know, depression's rooted in the past, anxiety's rooted in the future. Depression will have you talk about everything that happened in the past, everyone who left for you, didn't love you, what mama did, what daddy didn't do, who wasn't there for you. I mean, you, I mean, that thing will run on all the way back to 30 years ago. And then you sit sitting there, it ain't never going to be. And then the future says, what if, what if this happened? What if that happened? What if I don't, what if I don't make it? What if this doesn't happen? What if, what, what? And so it can be this internal battle between yesterday to, and, and tomorrow that had not come yet. And you have a hard time being in the present. So fix your thoughts and then think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you've learned and received. So when we say put into practice, what is practice? Y'all know by trained ear teaching I did last time, practice over and over and over and over again. Everything you learned and received, everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then, then peace comes, peace comes. Peace does not come when the circumstances are conducive to peace, peace comes prior to that. Then the peace of God will be with you. Another scripture says, He will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on him. What is your mind stayed on? Is it stayed on God or stayed on something else? Should have, could have, would have, who didn't, wasn't, what what about tomorrow? He will keep you in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on him. And you can have peace without an answer. You can have peace in the midst of a storm. You can have all kinds of peace, but it only comes from God. All right, a few more things here sometimes you just gotta wait it out I know the saints don't want to hear that oh lord (laughs) oh I didn't teach y'all why we gotta wait don't you can we be honest here can we be honest I know y'all don't like that click but I'm just saying don't you get tired of waiting come on saints now y'all be real y'all be real here don't you get tired of people telling you just wait on God, wait on God, wait on God. Now, here's the thing. There's some people that say, oh, God doesn't want you to wait on anything. You just do it and then do it until God or you get a stop sign. Why does the Bible say for us to wait if God don't want us to wait? You can create a spiritual Ishmael remember God was God was talking to me about this stuff recently remember uh the promise was for uh Abraham and Sarah to have a baby well Abraham was old and Sarah was showing up old and both of them was old okay so they said we're not gonna wait on God we're gonna create an Ishmael they they call it we're gonna create our own promise and 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 say it's God uh, and so we when we create Ishmaels it's, it's our attempt to to make something happen that God has not released us to yet. You sometimes in life, you have to wait. And if anybody tells you differently, and you know I'm, I'm the Bible girl, I love to read my Bible, tell them to pull up their Bibles and read it. There's anybody who ever became great in God, they always had a season of waiting. And in between that waiting, they were being prepared. They were being processed. They were being developed into the anointing. You do have to wait. When we don't wait, we create an Ishmael. And this is what the Lord spoke to me. I want to say um, probably last week when people don't wait, what happens is they appear to be successful. So Ishmael looks like the promise. Remember, it's still Abraham's baby. Looks like the promise. Smells like the promise. Is ahead of you because of the promise. Uh, Looks like it's successful. Looks like it is it because it looks just like the promise. But no matter how many ways you slice it, is still not the promise. And I don't know about you. I don't want to create an Ishmael. I want to I operate in the promises of God. And the only way to truly operate in the promises of God is not by your own effort, not by your own effort alone. You do have to participate in the process that God is taking you to, not by selfish motives or selfish ambition. There is a part where you have to sit back wait and be developed on developed in secret places by god and there is nothing wrong with that it doesn't mean that you're driven by fear it doesn't mean that you don't have your identity in christ it doesn't mean all these wrong theologies that people try to teach you when you say you're waiting on god it means that god has a purpose god has a plan and he is giving you clear instructions and those instructions are you need to work on something but i am causing you to wait all right all right we 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 are we getting here we almost done it's not gonna be as long as the other ones i usually do but i still think it's good remember that god will redeem the time there is no time lost in god when you're in god there's no time lost in god as a matter of fact do i want to read y'all the scripture yes let me read you the scripture um that the lord really ministered to me and i didn't put it once again i didn't put that in my notes so i'm pulling out my regular bible here y'all oh, but i can find it so y'all work with me work with me work with me work with me okay this is going to be found in joel right so we got joel so i had to highlight it because the lord had 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 really dealt with me this is for my people who said, you know i wasting so much time you know maybe in your 40s or your 50s such as myself and you say, you know what? I wasted so much time in my 20s. If I could just get that time back. You know, I spent a lot of time. And I want to tell you that God will redeem the time. Time, means, time is a concept that we have on earth. It's not a, it's not a heavenly concept. You know, seasons are con- conceptual within the kingdom of heaven, with the kingdom of God, but time is conceptual and on earth. So God is not limited limited to our time. He'll do what he wants, when he wants, how he wants to do it. And he's not limited by your age or your time. And so I want you read Joel chapter 2, verse 25 and it reads the lord says i will give you back what you lost what did you lose time he says i'm going to give you back what you lost to the sw- to the swarming locust the hopping locust the stripping locust and the cutting locusts. those are th- those are things that tend to consume or eat up your time okay uh, it seems like you lost time because you spent a lot of time wasting or you, you feel like your your efforts have not have not given you or reaped your award. God said, Listen, I'm going to redeem the time. Okay. He said, Once again, you have all the food you want, so you're going to operate in prosperity and you will praise the Lord who does miracles again. Watch this. Never again will the people be disgraced. Watch this. This is what I love. Um, he said, uh, verse 25, excuse me, I skipped over it. He said, it was I who sent this great destroying army against you. Let me read that again. It was I who sent this great destroying army amongst you. Sometimes it's going to be hard. It's going to hit you right. The thing that you experienced was God. The pain that you experienced was God. Okay, sometimes God allows these painful things to to happen because He was birthing something out of us. And again, I know we we live in a world where people don't believe that God will do that, but God allows certain things because it develops and it creates in us the anointing, it creates in us the authority, it creates in us the power. So God has to birth you out of painful places. Now, someone said, well, God, would didn't do that. It was I who sent this great destroying army against you. God said it was I. You know, there was a man named Job, right? Because, you know, we dealing with the folks that say, oh, you think God wouldn't do that? They just think God is Santa Claus. This man named Job and Satan was going about, you know, seeing who he may devour and, uh, and, and God and Satan end up having a conversation, right? Had a conversation. God says, Satan, what you been, what you been doing? Satan says, I've been to and fro. And then God, this great God in heaven, let me tell you what God said. Same God, have you considered my servant Job? this people got it. God ain't never going take it, no pain. I just don't need it. God said, have you considered my servant Job? Why have you, he's an upright man. He is faithful. See, sometimes you go through things not because you've been doing something wrong. Sometimes you go through things because you've been doing something right and God got to get that double to you. Have you considered my servant Job? Don't get discouraged. It's all going to work out. Remember, it's only a season. I said this before. Sometimes what happens is if you, if you, sometimes I can feel like it's a permanent thing if you go gone through things for a long time, but it's only a season. And what happens if you don't stop that thought, if you don't stop that thought, and say, this is going to always be this way. Oh my God, why? You will make a permanent, you'll make a temporary season permanent. And I've, I've counseled clients like this. Something happened, they were, you know, I've had clients, something happened years ago. And they never kind of forgave or they never got over over never a, overcome the pain of it. and now 40 50 years later, true story, they are so angry and bitter because it's still because they never got over the pain of it. Remember, you can make you can make a permanent season temper I mean a temporary season season excuse me temporary because of your own uh, thought pattern, okay So understand, listen to this understand the purpose in it all something painful sometimes the painful places are birthing something uh new out of you sometimes the painful places are birthing something new out of you so that leads us to another scripture then we're almost done i got like, like maybe one more point and then we're done uh, isaiah 43 19 reads behold i will do a new thing this is the new king james version behold i will do a new thing now it shall spring forth. shall you not know it? Um, I will even make roads in wilderness and rivers in desert, and river, rivers in the desert. So God is saying, I'm gonna do a new thing. But guess what? He says in wilderness in the wilderness, I, I make roads. What is a wilderness? An uncultivated, uh, um, destitute, almost abandoned abandoned place. So if God said, listen I can do a new thing even in the wilderness he can do it if he says i can make rivers and deserts what's the thing that does not flow in a desert water water and desert do not go together if you're in a desert you're in a destitute place and you probably are without water god says i'm gonna make rivers in the water so sometimes god allows us to be in a place of of wilderness and even a place of desert to birth something new out of us and it's still him and he still don't get the glory but you gotta decide not to give up okay So last Isaiah 49, New Living Translation, uh, excuse me, Isaiah 43, uh, starting at the ninth verse, it says, I have called you back from the ends of the earth. You are my servant. God is telling this to the people of Israel to help them to be encouraged. He's saying, listen, and God is telling you this and he's telling me this and whoever else may be experiencing something. He's saying, you are still my servant. I still love you. I haven't forgotten you. He says, for I have chosen you, listen to this, and, and will not throw you away. And I'm going to say it to someone else. God has chosen you, and he has not thrown you away. Verse 10 of Isaiah 41, verse 10, it says, don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. God has said, no, don't be discouraged. I'm still your God. I got you. I will strengthen you and help you. I'm the one who's going to hold you up with my victorious right hand. I'm going to do all this. And now I want to address the people who have dealt with enemies and accusation, the people who come against long standing. Uh, verse 11 says, this is what God says. See all your angry enemies lie there, confused and humiliated. This is anyone who opposes you will die and come to nothing. Now I'm not saying that you'll act like physical die. The people that kind of come against you have maybe triggered that discouragement. Guess what? They're going to be humiliated. They're going to be confused. Why are they going to be because they wait, they were waiting for your downfall. They thought that their their actions against you was going to work. That's not. They're going to be humiliated. They're going to be confused. They're not going to do well. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Okay, and all the efforts will come to nothing. Now you gotta get encouraged by that. You got the, you got the, the, the people that have come against you, and for those who've experienced discouragement because of the attacks of the enemy, the people that have come against you, their efforts will come to nothing. Verse 12: You will look for them in vain for those who try to conquer you, those who attack you will come to nothing. Anything that's coming against your heart, your mind, even if it's a person, place. Whatever it is, Spirit, it will come to nothing. The Lord says this for I will hold you by your right hand. I, the Lord your God, I'm the Lord your God. And I say to you, don't be afraid. I'm here to help you. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. God is here to help you. But again, as is Isaiah 41, 9 through 13, New Living Translation. So I will say that to you. It's not for nothing. God's not forgotten you. Keep moving forward. Keep getting up. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. Don't be weary and well doing. God has got you and you're going to reap if you don't faint not. Last thing I'll say this evening, and I pray is that it is okay to set boundaries with your heart. It is okay to set boundaries. Sometimes when you just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all get getting together. You hit something, something start talking, you know, <laughs> but, uh, so I was saying it's okay to guard your heart. There's some things where we all have capacity, and we all have a level of boundaries. I was listening to um, someone that I respect is a great prophet, right? And they were prophesying of things get ready to come. And you know what? I just said to myself, you know what? I'm I'm kind of done. Like I'm gonna go ahead and turn this off now because it is it's just a lot. It's so so much. And there are times where you gotta turn that television off. There are times where you have to cl- disconnect that social media. There are times where you gotta say, "Hey, just give me okay. I don't need details. Just give me the instructions. Profit. Don't give me the details. Of what what a could should have what's happened. I'm I'm good. Thank you. My brain has reached its capacity. I got it. Thank you for that informed information. Uh, just give me tell me what I need to do. I can't deal with that because our hearts can reach capacity there's a scripture talks about in the last days men's hearts will grow uh will, will men will faint because their hearts have gone have, have just given away on them you have to know when you reach your capacity you have to know when you reach your capacity with friends and people i get this all the time because i'm a therapist people just i have friends that just think that i'm just i want to see hear your problems all day long and it's like I'm a person too. Like I just saw ten clients today, and I just don't have the capacity for you right now. I would encourage you to find a therapist. I'm not your therapist just because I'm your best friend because I'm we friends, and uh, and knowing when your capacity is, then you will. There is a such thing my like therapist who because I'm going to upload this to my podcast as well. Uh, I've experienced burnout in the past. I've experienced um, compassion fatigue in the past. And you have to set boundaries. Those people, maybe you're the strong one. You ever get tired of being the strong one that everyone calls on? Sometimes you gotta disconnect and not saying isolate from people, but you gotta find avenues and streams that are gonna renew your strength because people are pulling on you. And it can be very discouraging when you reach that place of burnout. So sometimes you have to know your capacity, Thank you so much, Profit, for those wonderful informations about the world. Let's get ready come to an end. Thank you so much for that. Just give me the details. Tell me the instructions. I, I can't deal with that. I just, I just can't deal with it. Thank you so much, friend, um, for calling me. I value the fact that you called me and you needed an ear. Unfortunately, and I'm not, th- this ain't really happened. I'm just giving you, you know, scenarios. unfortunately. Um, I'm not in a place right now to hear that I'm going to take care of myself. I would encourage you to seek out this particular therapist. You can give them a number. You have to know that your capacity, you have to know, you know what, um, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, CNN, CBN, Fox news, uh, WFNY, whatever those news channels are. Thank you so much. Uh, I just need the weather today. I'm going to go ahead and click off and um and just not not deal with that today because i'm i'm kind of done there's so much going on and you have to know where your heart has boundaries and it doesn't mean you're weak doesn't mean you you know you don't care it means that you have boundaries and you know your capacity all right now let's pray father i thank you for your word i thank you for those who have heard this word god and I thank you that you are the the renewer of our strength. And so I come before you, God, for those who may hear this message after the fact. And God, your word says that you will renew our strength. You, you told us to wait on you, you told us to trust you. So, Father, I'm asking that the people that may hear this, those who are experienced maybe discouragement or burnout or compassion fatigue, I ask that you would give us your strength, Father give us your holy strength that only comes from above. We lean on you for our instruction and for our direction. I thank you for all that you have done, and I thank you that it is so. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. We were back another time. I a banger. Y'all know who y'all can check me out. Uh, www.sameriacover.com. You can also go to my uh, my training Christian leaders website at www.trainingchristianleaders.com, or if you type in www.transformingchristianleaders.com, either way I get you to the same to the same website. <laughs> and then for my th- fellow therapists, if you want to gain some inspiration uh, from uh, what I have done, or uh, and just you know you know get some get some get some good good stuff there, you can always visit my counseling website at www.kingdomcreativecounseling.com. We'll be back at the time. Another banger, another day, bye.